Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, Lord. It's Nia. Um, I don't know if you're there. I kind of feel distant from you. Or Jesus. I want you. I want to be with you, but I feel like you're not there. So... Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to this podcast episode or podcast. My name is Nia and I am your host. I have not like really filmed an episode in a very long time. A couple personal reasons were stopping me from but I am back. And see what you just you guys just listened to was something I was going through a couple months ago. About like six months ago I think. Yeah, December to January. And I really felt like I was so distant from God. And I didn't know what I'd done or what God had done. I didn't know if God was pulling himself away from me. But I felt so distant. And that is what inspired me to make this video, this podcast episode. Well, because like recently I felt really close to him, you know. Like I wake up and I feel like I'm living, I'm breathing the Holy Spirit and God and Jesus. Like I feel him around me. So that's why I wanted to talk about why you feel distant from God. What can cause you to be like distant from God and how you solve this. So let's just get into it, right? The first thing that can cause you to be distant from God is idolatry. I know, it's crazy. When I was younger and I heard the name like idolatry, idolatry, sorry, I thought, okay, like Baal, you know, like having an object that you like pray like you bow to you pray to is that like idolatry because then that was all i thought idolatry was but recently i found out it's so much more like let's get out of this whole bible context just for a minute and let's go into google a quick little google search what does google say idolatry is so according to google an idol is a person or thing that is greatly admired loved or respected so that music that music that you listen to every single day that you're like oh my god this queen is such a goddess like i hate it when people call beyonce or ariana grande a goddess because you don't realize that you're idolizing her and that's no good you are distancing yourself from god realize that throughout this podcast i have not said specifically that god is distancing himself from you Well, I did in the beginning, but that's how I felt at the moment. But now I realize that God is not distancing himself from you. You are distancing yourself from him. Okay, back to the Bible. So Jonah 2 verse 8. It says, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. Realize, again, this Bible verse does not say God turns away his love from you. It says you turn away from God's love towards you. God did absolutely nothing. He did absolutely nothing to run away from you, to walk away from you. And I'd like to remind you of um, the parable of the lost sheep, right? So I'm going to summarize it for you guys. I think it's in like Luke. Yes, it's in Luke. So technically Jesus is speaking to like a bunch of people, Pharisees, tax collectors, sinners. I mean, we're all sinners, but yeah, so he's speaking to them and he's like, hey, yo, so let's say they were a herd of a hundred sheep and one of them went away. Wouldn't a shepherd go looking for that one sheep? Again, 
it does not say the shepherd runs away from the sheep. It says the sheep runs away from the shepherd. So I'd really like you guys to think about this. What are you idolizing in life that is distancing you from God? See, during this period, December to January, I found that my watch time on TikTok and Instagram combined was seven hours a day. And I kid you not, I pray for an hour a day. Like, it's become ritual for me. But let me ask you, seven hours a day on TikTok and Instagram compared to one hour a day on um, reading the Bible and praying, which one do you guys think is more important? Right? Of course, it's reading the Bible and praying. But at that point, I thought, oh, Instagram, TikTok, more important. I had put Instagram and TikTok on such a pedestal. And I think this is such a trap that like many of us fall into. And it's not, it's not beneficial to us. So you cannot go to God and be like, Lord, you're so distant from me. I feel like you hate me. When in reality, you're spending freaking eight hours a day on social media. Not even half that time on the Bible. So let me remind you guys this verse. I just mentioned it earlier. Jonah 2 verse 8. Those who cling to worthless, I will remind you, worthless idols. Turn away from God's love for them. You are clinging to worthless social media, Instagram, TikTok. And you might have like a really big account that's growing you and growing your faith. But if you are spending eight hours a day on it and you have one hour for God, what do you think that's implying? What do you think that's communicating to God? I shall remind you that God is a spiritual being and he has feelings. Like if that was you... If someone was spending eight hours a day on their device and they're like, oh my God, I'll only talk to him or her for like four hours or like one hour and then I move on quickly. And then immediately the timer rings, you run out. How would you feel? Right? There's been this debate, right? Because you can be spending one hour on TikTok and Instagram and again, one hour on devotion. But what is in that one hour? Like, I remember um, I changed my lifestyle a bit in January. And I was like, okay, one hour of TikTok, one hour of reading the Bible. Did things improve? Yes. But what was I doing in that one hour of TikTok? What was I consuming? What was I watching? Were they true? Were they noble? Were they pure? Were they right? Were they lovely? No. I'd go into TikTok and I'm watching videos that no 13-year-old should be watching. Like, for real, I'm, I'm not going to lie. They weren't for me to be consuming it wasn't at a healthy level and then i go to spotify and i'm listening to music i'm listening to um all the good girls go to hell by billy eilish and then i'm listening to by the way please don't listen to these songs and then i'm listening to more billy eilish everything i wanted i'm listening to the weekend i'm listening to Ariana grande i'm listening to beyonce right and i know that the media will try to portray that these are such demonic artists and i will say that some of their songs are extremely demonic So you do one hour of prayer and then the other hour, you kind of just get rid of the whole point of prayer. Does that prayer really mean anything at that point? I mean, God loves that you're talking to him, but at the same time, you're doing exactly what you'd tell him you didn't do. And then immediately you do it. You're like, oh my Lord Jesus, I'm so sorry. I, I don't even know what I was doing. You knew what you were doing, you know? It's time for us to stop taking advantage of God's grace towards us. Because like I said, it is pulling you away from God's grace towards us. It is pulling you away from God's love. 
right so i'd really like you guys to take in what you're consuming the next one is pride but before we go to this i forgot a verse so what is an idol biblically colossians 3 verse 5 put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature sexual immorality impurity lust evil desires and greed which is idolatry now this is on like the larger scale like sexual immorality impurity lust evil desires greed like i said i don't think i said this earlier but anyway money can also be an idol if you are spending like hours on end making money and then you spend five minutes a day praying and that's like, oh my Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this food in Jesus name. Amen. Um, I woke up today, this morning, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much for giving me the breath of life to wake up. Thank you so much for today. Amen. Morning, lunch and like the afternoon or like at night. Those three prayers, five minutes combined. And then work, you have 10 hours. I am not saying that you have to spend an equal amount of time, like completely equal. You have 24 hours in the day, 12 hours for, for praying, and then 12 hours for whatever you want to do. No. I mean, you can do this. But in many situations, you cannot do this. So what do you do? I recommend first listen to music. Listen to Christian music. There's so, ama- so many amazing Christian playlists out there that really make you feel closer to God. You know? So you can be doing your work, but at the same time, you're dedicating your time and your energy to God. So I love songwriting. I love poem writing. And I do it extremely often. So what I found is that many of my um, songs are about self-discovery and like discovering myself in myself, which I now realize makes no sense. So I changed that whole narrative and I changed it to, okay, I am discovering who I am in God. So whenever I'm songwriting or I'm poem writing, and that's like maybe an hour a day on like a really good day, I, I'm dedicating that time to God. I'm glorifying God in what I'm doing. So that's also something to think about. And then next, pride. Oh my Lord Jesus. Let me tell you guys, I have struggled with this for such a long time because when I tell you this is not my best quality. I'm a very prideful person in some aspects because I've always told myself, and when I tell you, I tell this to myself every day and I'm like, I am such a strong, independent woman. And in some ways, I am a strong woman through Jesus Christ, but I am not independent. I am codependent. I depend on God. And at the same time, I kind of depend on myself for like 10% of the stuff I do. Because I'm going to remind you guys, right? I'm 13, just 13 years old. I'm not old. I'm young. So let's think. I don't pay for groceries. I don't have to pay for the electricity bills, the water bills. I don't buy my own clothes. My parents do that for me. Okay, yes, I can make food. And yes, I can budget to a certain extent. And that's only with like birthday money and allowance. And I've not really been doing a good job with that. But I am not an independent person. I am quite codependent. And then I also find myself like getting into the trap of, oh my Lord, I cannot be vulnerable with God. I can't let him see me like this. So God, let me try and solve this problem on my own. And then I come back to you if things don't work out. And that's that's not good. And I actually have a song about this. It's called Choice. I haven't uploaded it or anything. But it goes, I don't want to be your first, your second or your third choice. And I wrote it in the point of view of God. 
your second, your third, or your fourth choice, sorry. So it goes, I don't want to be your second, your third, or your fourth choice. And I wrote it in the point of view of God. And it goes on to say that God wants to be your first choice. Oh, I have an issue. I'm going to go to God. Um, I have problems paying bills. I'm going to go to God. Did this person say something that hurt me? I'm going to go to God, ask him what to do about it. So that prideful mentality, if you have it, is distancing you from God. And then the last one, I kind of really went into this a bit earlier, but prioritizing other things over God. So let me ask, how many things have you put off? How many times have you put off praying because you have something else to do? And I did it just like last week. And it is something I continue to work on because I'll wake up and I'm like, oh my Lord, I have to edit this or oh my Lord, I have assignments to do. So let me do them first. And then when I get the time to, I'll pray and I'll read my Bible and I'll do Bible study. Um, Spoiler alert, I never actually do. Unfortunately, I never get to Bible study unless I put it as the first thing on my day. So I wake up and like literally on my bedside table, my Bible, I pick it up and I start reading. And then at night, if God is calling me to pray, I go and I pray. So I think you need to stop prioritizing other things over God. You need to realize, my love, he died for you. Like how, how does someone a whole entire human being die for you and you're still contemplating on whether you should spend time with them. Like, just make it make sense, my love, please. Let's say you really, really love music or you really, really love, I don't know, clothes designing. I want you guys to find a way to realize that God gave you that gift. You did not give it to yourself. Did you work on that gift? Yes. And should you take credit for working on that gift yes but did god help you work on that gift did god give you that gift yes he did so realize that god should be at the center the center of everything in your life he shouldn't be someone that's just over there like he's there but we don't really know where he is he should be at the center the person that you are looking to run to immediately something bad goes wrong I watched a TikTok the other day and it really doesn't have too much to do with the topic we're dealing with. I just felt I needed to share this. But anyway, I watched a TikTok the other day and it was like God answers the smallest of small prayers first. And that is so true because I kid you not, yesterday I'm looking for the salt. I'm looking everywhere. I can't find it. I mean, yeah, the packet of salt is there, but I'm looking for the shaker and when I tell you, I was racking my brain around this. Like, I was like, why? Why can't I find you? And I was like going through every cupboard, every little drawer, and I could not find it. And I was like, okay, stop, breathe. I breathed in, and I'm like, Lord Jesus, help me find this salt. I kid you not. I opened the drawer to my left, and I found the salt. It's the tiniest little things. And then today morning, right i'm walking around the house and i'm like oh lord jesus i can't find these pants and i pray they are dry because yesterday the pants i'm wearing right now are purple and i'm like oh lord yesterday these things were soaking wet please let them be dry i go to the hanging line and they're not dry does that mean god hasn't answered my prayers no what did i do i waited a bit more just a bit more and in a way I am so thankful that happened because I'm not a very patient person 
So I think that was God saying, okay, Sawa, yes, I will answer your prayers, but you need to work on your patience. So I worked on my patience. I waited for an hour. The pants were dry and I wore them. So yeah, I'm sorry for the little tap on the microphone. I accidentally tapped it. Um, I've already said what to do when you feel distant, but let me cover it again. First one, pray. When I say pray, I mean pray. Like you sit down. No like timer for, I don't know, 5 minutes or 30 minutes or 15 minutes. Just sit down and solely be in the presence of God and be like, Lord Jesus, I want to talk to you. I want to see you. I want to feel you in the midst of my problems. Okay. The second step, get rid of those idols. Get rid of, if TikTok is your issue, get rid of it. Go on like a social media break. I completely deleted TikTok. And it's something I keep doing. I download it, then I delete it. Because it always proves to be an idol. And I'm like, you know what? No, I could probably take care of it. And then I download it. And then it like, I can't. So I have to delete it again. So get rid of those idols completely. If it's TikTok you see is being an idol, get rid of it. If it's Instagram you see is being an idol, get rid of it. Go on a full social media detox. And I encourage you to get a friend to do this with you. So someone who can like keep you accountable so that, see when you're doing things alone, it's a bit harder because you can like fall into temptation and then get back into it. But when you're with someone else, they'll remind you, hey girl, no, you're not going to do that. You said you would do this and this is what you're going to do. You're not going to go back to TikTok if that's what was disturbing you. Number three, create a foolproof plan per scheduled Bible study thing. I do, um, like bible study in a very interesting way and i'll cover that in the next topic but the way i do bible study helps me examine god's character my character and specific characters in the bible see when you get to know more of who god is and what your human nature is you're not only like talking to him but you're receiving from him you are listening to him because shall i remind you that christianity it is a relationship with god the father God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. It is a relationship with God in general. So you can't talk to him and then you don't want to listen to him and expect that to be a relationship. What type of relationship is that? Also, when you are praying and you're doing your Bible study, I want you to realize that sometimes you'll have set apart 30 minutes to pray and God will make you pray for two hours. And when I tell you all things work together for good, for those who know God, that two hours was probably very needed. There's a time last week. Yeah, last week was like Friday. So I am, so no, the morning before I woke up and I'm about to go watch my K-drama because when I tell you I love K-dramas, I love them. And that is something I'm trying to work on. Why? Because it's becoming a bit of an idol. But anyway, I wake up and I'm about to go watch my K-drama and God's like, Narnia, we're going to do some Bible study. I'm like, okay, okay. Because see, when I'm going to do my Bible study, I kind of feel the Holy Spirit in a way. I don't know how, but I do. So I sit down and I'm like, I start doing my Bible study. And the verse I was doing was so special. I don't have my Bible study pulled up, so I can't recite it word for word. But technically, it's talking about how us as humans, we are saved by grace. We are saved by what Jesus did for us. We are not saved by the amount of laws we do not break. We are saved by, by grace. So I read that verse and I'm like, oh my God, this resonates with me. I go to bed 
y'all and I kid you not I am lying in my bed and I am asleep I'm feeling really good and then I start feeling a bit tense I start feeling a bit scared and then these thoughts start popping up like oh my god Nia you did not keep this commandment you did not keep this commandment you did not keep this commandment and I kept reciting that verse and when I tell you five minutes were up and I was good I felt the peace of the Holy Spirit around me and I was I was happy with that you know So I'm so glad I did that Bible study in the morning. Realize that your faith is greater than your feelings. This is something I struggle with too. This is something I struggle with on a daily. And I'm still trying to get myself to be like, no Nia, faith over feelings, faith over feelings, no matter how painful. Because your faith will tell you, go pray. Your feelings will tell you, I don't want to pray. I don't feel like praying. So will you listen to your faith or your feelings? I want to remind you guys that some really small things can make such a large impact on your life. Like I, oh my Lord, last year I had this whole phase where I was like, oh Lord, I'm going to just take a little break. Like I'll still do my devotion for like 15 minutes a day and then the rest I'll take a bit of a break. So I'd wake up and I'd do like kind of affirmations, but those affirmations were very new age and I don't think those were the will of God. But anyway, I was I'd do some affirmations, and then my affirmations would be like, um, "I am allowed to feel whatever that is coming to me. No feelings are bad. Ati, no feelings are bad, my friend. Huh? No, that is not true. We have some really bad feelings. Jealousy is not bad. Lust is not bad. Is that what you're what you're trying to say? No. I love this, but here's what your feelings should be. They should not be indicators." They should not be dictators. They should be indicators. Oh my god, my accent sounds so weird. But anyway, they should not be dictators. Just indicators. They should tell you, okay, you are feeling this because of this, this, and this. But they should not dictate everything you do in life. Because I'm going to use the example of someone going up to stage and performing. Before you're going up to stage, you're nervous, right? It'd be easier to like chicken out and not perform at all. But are you still performing? Do you still get up on that stage and perform? Yes, you do. Because like I said, feelings should not be dictators. They should be indicators. So please do a little bit of diving. Why is it that you feel like this when you're going to pray? Is it that you're prioritizing the religion aspect of Christianity more than the relationship? Because I won't lie, Christianity... It has some religion aspects, but it is also so, so highly in like as a relationship. It is a relationship with God. So just make sure you have those two like balanced out. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening to this podcast episode. Like I said, my name is Nia. I love you guys so much. I'm sorry I haven't uploaded in a long time. Like I said, some personal issues were stopping me from uploading. Also, I did not feel like it. Like I said, you guys, this is not the right, that was not the right thing for me to do. Just because I fe- didn't feel like uploading shouldn't have meant I don't upload. But anyway, I have compl- I'm trying to get over that habit. I won't say I have completely gotten over that habit. I'm just trying to get over it you know but anyway thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode i pray that god has spoken to you through it if you'd like to listen to more of my content look at the one like before this episode or the one after this episode you guys i'm so glad that this podcast is becoming what it is today 
I have been realizing that as teenagers, we struggle so much with keeping our relationship with God. And it is something I have felt um, impressed on my heart to really work on and to really like spread the gospel through this podcast. And yeah, I love you guys so much. God bless you.